Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Jerome Myers. Jerome, you are the founder of the Myers Development Group, and you are found on the web at jeromemyers.co. Jerome, thank you for joining us. Josh, good to be with you. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. So you do you work with, is it financial advisors that you serve? Yeah, about 30% of our client base is in financial services. They're placing capital in some way, whether it's in real estate, the markets, crypto, and uh, we get really excited about those things. Yeah, not, you know, in the, in the world, uh, it's, it's kind of fun when someone meets someone. So someone is really excited about, uh, you know, financial services and, you know, yeah, it's we, a fellow money nerd is, is who we've got uh, on, on the, uh, on the, on, on the podcast today. Um, so talk about how you got into your role of advising the advisors. Yeah. So what I found was there was a gap in the development of people in financial services. They spend a lot of time on sales, but not much else. And if you're going to build a sustainable business, one that they can exit at the end of their career or something like that, they're going to have to build a team. And so my background was in building large teams. My last role in corporate America, I took a business from zero to 20 million over the course of about 12 months. We had 30% profit margins and we did very similar numbers the following year. And in that, I made a bunch of new leaders, right? If you go from zero with very little infrastructure to scale in an organization that's doing 400 concurrent projects, you learn pretty quickly that the people that are on your team is the difference maker. So we come in and the things that we teach people in financial services on the leadership side, on the back office, works with their clients, right? Because as an advisor, all you are is truly a leader. And so we started packaging that up and sharing it with folks across the country. And what we found was when we worked on the leader, the business grew. And a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I just need to focus on sales and my business will grow, but they are capped by their leadership capacity. Wow. How is it that the, the, the skills in and around leadership drive successful sales more so than, say, hard sales skills, for example? I, I think it's mainly around the fact that influence is transferable in all of the places. And you can lead by authority, but then you're the wizard with a bunch of helpers. And the only way to truly scale is to have people who know the mission and can do actions that are in alignment with the mission without your direction. That's when you get really exponential growth. You know, everything else is linear and it's your own doing otherwise. And and so when you, um, so obviously you were quite successful 
uh, yourself in, in financial. It, it, I say, I'm saying financial services. I don't know if that's correct, but because um, um, I know that there's some there's some real delineations between you know financial advisors and you know da 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 da. Um, but uh, how do you make the shift to say, okay, I'm going to start coaching the coaches, so to speak, or I'm going to start advising the advisors? Like, how do you know? I mean, because obviously you're enjoying a good life, you know, providing uh, services directly to consumers. And so you say, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. I'm, I'm going to help my peers. Yeah, I think my my knowing came from my first client who was actually my financial advisor, my wealth advisor. And we were going through some stuff and I was watching him grow his business because I got in pretty early with him and I was one of his largest clients in the beginning. And he had just finished working with the coach. And he's like, man, I'm not getting what I need. I really want to grow. And I was like, man, give me a shot. And he was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I've been doing some stuff. Let's just see if it works. And 10 years later, we were still working together. He was financial rep of the year, multiple mm. years. He grew a team. He got multiple leadership promotions outside of his personal production. And that's when we knew we really had something. And so people were asking him, hey, what are you doing? Who's helping you behind the curtain? And there were some referrals that happened. And then I got introduced to other people. And then we just kind of grew from there. And then he took what I thought was one of the largest steps. And that was, picking some high potential folks, some high risk folks from a retention standpoint and saying, hey, I want you to work with these people one on one, similar to what you did with me. And let's see what type of results we get. Do we improve retention? Do we improve the amount of revenue that they generate over the course of a year? And we tried it as a test run the first year. We got pretty significant results. One of the reps that we were working with became rookie of the year. And then we we're like, okay, let's expand this. And in that, we found that the process is repeatable. And then we started working with some more senior folks. And so one of the guys we worked with this year, we were really excited about him because he was 10 years in the business and we doubled his production over his previous best year in this year. And that was in the first six months of the year. To date, he's already exceeded his production over last year in the first seven or eight months of this year. And so, you know, the sky's the limit for that guy as well. Yeah. In, um, in the world of, um, you know, financial services, financial planning, you know, everything in terms of advisement, you know, when it comes to money, where do you see the biggest opportunities today in business? Yeah, I think the customer experience is something that's pretty lacking, you know, mm. to go in and be treated like you're going to the dentist, right, where they come in, you see them twice a year, if you're lucky, they do an x ray, they have their assistant clean your teeth, they come spend five minutes with you, and then they're back out. I think that model gets old. I think what we're really looking for is a relationship especially yeah. for the high net worth and ultra high net worth people. They don't just want to come in, hear you talk for five minutes and then send you on the way. And maybe if you're lucky, you get an email drip campaign or something like that. They're looking for experiences. They're looking for connection. And they want to know because everybody's talking inflation, everybody's talking recession, that you're going to do what's in their best interest, not yours. Yeah. Um, and, and so today, um, Jerome, um, tell me about how you engage with um, financial professionals. Like what, what does that end up looking like? Yeah. So it's usually a year long commitment. 
And during that time, we do a comprehensive overview or review of everything that got them to the place that they are. We look at the historical performance. We dig into their self-image, their relationships, the work that they've been doing and how they've been doing it. We talk about their health. And then we look at their financial situation from a prosperity standpoint. And then the other piece that we dive really deep on is the significance. What I found is most financial advisors have figured out how to make money. They figured out how to save and keep money, but they haven't figured out how they're really making an impact. They, found, they thought they were getting into the business to get rich, but then on the backside, they realized that like legacy, immortality, true significance in the lives of other people is what is truly the thing that they're seeking. And they start to struggle here. And because when people have a lot of money and they don't have real purpose, they start to do things that unravel or destroy that wealth because they don't feel worthy of it. And so we help them get to a place where they don't feel the imposter syndrome and they can speak very candidly about how they're making a difference in the world with the wealth that they've accumulated and the wealth that they've helped others accumulate. Yeah. Um, and so what is, tell me about, uh, you know, the, the, the business itself uh, today um, for um, Myers uh, development group, like it's more than just you, you, uh, you've, you've yeah, built absolutely. up a really nice team of great professionals. Yeah. So yeah, it's me. We've got our chief operating officer and then we have some adjunct coaches and they mm -hmm. come in and work in specific areas. We, we've got expertise in loss and grief because we feel like that is one of the things that people kind of lose it. They go off the rail. Somebody significant in their life passes away or they get a divorce or they lose a child or something like that. And they lose all sanity. And I, I don't want to say like they're insane, but they lose the purpose because that important piece of their life isn't involved or part of their new journey. And they don't really know how to redefine themselves. We've got somebody that does all of the woo-woo stuff, right? And so we can dive into manifestation and some of the other uh, things that most people in financial services are leery of because it's not hard science, it's more art. But when they get to a certain level where they can't just brute force it, they realize that they need some of this other energetic work. And so we can help them there. We've got one guy that gets really precise on goal setting and helping people create that strategy, that plan to get them from where they are to where they want to go. And another person comes in and they help when people have debt. What I found is even though some financial advisors are able to tell other people what to do with their money, they aren't great with the things that they're doing with their money. They may have lingering debt from when they first started and they weren't making a whole lot. And so yeah. we help them come up with those plans in order to dig themselves out. So we've got that team. Then we've got a, a whole back office that helps us with social media and podcast production and a bunch of other things that we have going on on the marketing front. And okay, so here we are, you know, in the second half of 2022, what should we be doing with our money? <laughs> I think for a lot of people being in a strong cash position is going to be really important so that they can seize opportunities. I think having a well-balanced portfolio is going to be important because I don't think anybody really can predict where things are going to go. 
right? I don't think most people saw crypto going where it went earlier this year. Yeah. It's a disaster. And some people feel like it's on sale right now, so they're buying more. Other people want to jump out of windows because they were crypto millionaires and now they might be crypto thousandaires, right? Yeah. I think for the people who are in the markets, you want to be exposed to small cap as well as large cap. You, you want to have some conservative stuff. We, we really like whole life insurance, right? And we believe that that's a safe dollars. And so we don't really get excited about bonds, especially where they are right now. And I think the last piece is having some real estate exposure is really important. I know some people are calling real estate crashes right now, but I just don't see how we get to a crash with such a shortage in housing. Every major city I go to, I see people in tents. And it didn't seem to be that way when I was visiting the same places four or five years ago. All right. So your website, JeromeMyers.co. Jerome, I know you're a podcaster. You create a lot of content. Um, how would what would you recommend? So folks that are, you know, they they've enjoyed getting to know you, getting to meet you, and and they want they want more. Uh, you know, they they may not be ready to you know uh, to engage in, or sorry, enroll in services right now, but they, they're they're curious. Where do they go? What do they do? Yeah, JeromeMyers.co, you guys can find everything. You can find both our podcasts. You can find all our social media links. We've also got some amazing freebies, book giveaways, other stuff that's available there. It's just all depending on what they're looking for, man. And so the best place is JeromeMyers.co, and then they can pick their journey from there. Yeah, and tell me about your podcast. Podcast. Yeah, so we <laughs> yeah, we have two, right? So one of my core competencies is in multifamily investing, it's like apartment buildings. Yeah. And so we've got a podcast called Multifamily Missteps, where I bring operators on from around the country that tell us about the biggest mistakes that they made in an effort to help them or help the listeners not make the same mistakes. The second podcast we have is called Dreamcatchers. And on Dreamcatchers, I bring in people who've exited the matrix. This is for the people who are in corporate America. They're looking to leave and pursue that dream, whatever it was, has been that maybe has been on the shelf and they're ready to pull that thing off and begin working on it. And so there's some financial security that you have to have in order to be able to do yep. that. But we bring in people who've actually exited the matrix and tell their story so that you get the inspiration, education, and direction that you need in order to make your dreams a reality as well. Awesome. Jerome Myers, again, you're the founder of Myers Development Group. You're found on the web at jeromemyers.co. Jerome, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, this was awesome. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, 
seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.